Well, hello there, fellow Horned Toad listeners, and welcome to Clagato Veteran Podcast Season 2. This is epic episode number one. Yes, sir, we have finally made it, and this is a momentous occasion um, for starting the podcast. Now, now we kind of feel like we, we're getting somewhere because we know how to do a podcast. So in doing so, let's just say that, um, let's get started with, uh, the subjects that, w- that we have, or I have planned for the night. The first one will be about Miss Navajo Nation. The second subject will be about veteran entrepreneurs. Number three will be about dementia. Number four will be poor health care on the res. And finally, number five is what season two will be about. And I am your host for season two, Mateo Native Ravager, here back again to help guide us through this unpredictable time and also just to kind of keep the momentum rolling for this. So without having to really waste too much time trying to think of something snazzy to say, let's just go ahead and jump right into it and let's start season two. Kicking off epic episode number one, we're going to be talking about Miss Navajo Nation. And this was a subject I was going to cover last year during the whole height of the coronavirus and all that, but it just seemed to get lost in the shuffle with all the stuff that we wanted to talk about. So I'm going to go ahead and bring it back out of the, um, the suggestion bin of all the ideas that we had for talking about subjects for the podcast. But anyways, uh, Miss Navajo Nation, I this is where I really wanted to do some more research. Unfortunately, I just could not get around to it, but I want to talk about it anyways. And then next time, you know, when I talk about it, I will have uh, you know, more information on, on Miss Navajo Nation. But for the most part, Miss Navajo Nation, she's voted in usually during the fairs and it's a one year reign. And there've been a lot of uh, Miss Navajo Nations over the years where she would, um, she would go to like, you know, public speeches and introduce herself. And when they do those competitions at the, uh, for those that don't know, when they do those competitions for Miss Navajo Nation, um, one of the competitions during the Navajo Nation Fair is to uh, butcher a sheep, and it seems pretty brutal. But they have to cut the neck, and you know they have to uh, pretty much gut it, and that's where I, I guess they go by the fastest time. I'm, I'm assuming I've never been there. I never really was, you know, into it. So that's why I'm kind of going off of what I'm thinking. But anyways. Um, so the whole point of Miss Navajo Nation is, uh, I'm assuming, is that she's supposed to inspire and help out the communities and give back to the people like that. And from what Navajo culture is supposed to be based off of is uh, the matriarch society. So it's like a mother society. Everything's supposed to be about women and, you know, how she holds a family together and, you know, the, the whole cycle of life, you know, she has the child in her womb and stuff like that. So that's what all that is pretty much centered around. But I, I, I'm not really sure about Mr. Navajo Nation. To me, that sounds more like a bodybuilding competition. So 
I guess later on in the years from, from near here, from here on out, we'll see what would happen with that. But so anyways, what I wanted to say about her last year was, um, what is Miss Navajo nation doing? What, what is her purpose? Is, shouldn't she be out here trying to console the people uh, speaking on behalf of, I don't know, like the Navajo nation president and saying, you know, my people don't freak out. We're, we will be fine. Uh, as long as we have each other, we have our traditional ways, our teachings. And I figure that's how that, that process would go because she pretty much has, you know, she has total control of what she has to say. And, um, for the most part, uh, I figure that would be something that she would be doing. But last year we didn't hear anything out of that, um, you know, Miss Navajo Nation and, and, you know, nobody can probably really say what her name is because she hasn't been out too much. And if there is, um, a, a Facebook page about her, I haven't seen it. I haven't come across it. Not that I'm actively looking because I'm, I'm, I got more, the way I see it, I got more important things to, to look at and research rather than what Miss Navajo Nation said. But it is an integral part of, you know, our society, Navajo culture. And anyway, so this past weekend when I went to this uh, veteran meeting, I mean, sorry, when I went to this uh, Memorial Day celebration out in Oslini, there was Miss Navajo. And I was like, oh, is that the Miss Navajo for the the whole Navajo Nation? Or is that for just for like the Chindley Agency? Or who? how exactly is this working? Well, apparently she was for the Navajo Nation. And I was like, oh, all right, cool, man. You know, when this is over, let me see if I can try to talk to her real quick and just ask her, what is her mission? What is she about? What is she trying to do? And what has she done during the the pandemic, plandemic? And um, so when the time finally came, I I saw her and I, I walked up to her and I was asking her, I said, um, I said, Miss Navajo Nation, what where see what did I ask her? I, I think I asked her, what is your mission? What are you supposed to be doing? And it was kind of hard for me to hear her because she had her face cover on. And then plus the Navajo Hopi honor riders on motorcycles were starting to line up. They had their, their bikes running and, um, they were supposed to go on another travel. I think maybe they were supposed to go to Monument Valley and this was out in Oslini. So I think they were going towards Chinle or, or somewhere, but, um, but I, I'm not really sure what she was saying, but for the most part, she says, I'm part of the, what was it? I'm part of the office of the president. I said, oh, okay, well, that's cool. I said, but what are you supposed to be doing? And I could not really hear her. That's what kind of sucked because, you know, everybody's all worried about the social distance thing. So, you know, I was just trying to respect her space, but I didn't want to get too close to her. But I could not hear what she was saying, man. To me, the conversation sounded more like, Miss Navajo Nation, what are you about while I work with the office of the president? Okay, well, what is your mission statement? to work with the office of the president. I'm like, well, what did you do for the whole pandemic? Oh, I helped out the Navajo nation president. Well, what did you guys do? Oh, we worked together. It's like, well then, uh, did you leave? So you were just, what did I say? Oh, so you were just in the office? She goes, no, 
I was like, oh, so you actually went out and talked to the people? And she goes, no. I was like, well, what did you do? And she goes, well, I something, something, and there's those loud uh, motorcycle mufflers going off. And damn, I, I couldn't hear, but she just really didn't seem to have, you know, what I thought she was supposed to have as far as um, quick answers to, you know, to, to fill in if anybody ever asked her like those type of questions that, you know, well, what is your mission statement? What are you here for? What are you trying to do? Are you trying to instill like, um, faith back into people? Are you trying to reassure them? Because that's kind of a hard, the way I see it, that's kind of a hard, um, position to fill in because for her, she would either be breaking the rules of the social distance thing by going to places and trying to talk to her people and try to convince them that everything will be fine. And, you know, she will do whatever she can as Miss Navajo Nation to ensure that, you know, everybody gets through this, you know, the best they can. Not to say that everybody's going to survive and everyone's going to be alive because that's, that's kind of a, too much of a tall order to, to fill. So, you know, that's where I kind of figure she would say something like that or do something like that. But the way it sounded, it just sounded like she just was hanging around Jonathan Nez's office and just looking at the wall. <laughs> and it's like, wh what did you do? You know, I, I really haven't seen anything other than, you know, just the, just Jonathan Nez and his, um, public orders being, being thrown out not thrown out, but just given out to the public and stuff like that. And then. So that kind of also makes me wonder when people say that we need a Navajo Nation first lady, it's like, well, we got Felicia Nez. So what's the point of Miss First Lady? You know, what was Felicia Nez supposed to do? Because I haven't heard or seen anything. All I heard was, oh, she brings awareness to, you know, the missing, murdered and indigenous women and, and you know, exploited children or, or missing, murdered indigenous women and children. I think that's what it was. And, you know, that's great to bring awareness, but what has she actually done? You know, I'm over here trying to work on a hummingbird initiative, but I do not want to pass that over to those guys because then they'll get the credit. Yeah, sure. though they'll, they'll have the money, they'll have the connections to get it going. But in the end, you know, that's just feeding off their ego and it'll help their, especially for Felicia Nez, it'll help with her husband's campaign. Like, oh, well, we, we started this hummingbird initiative and, um, yeah, it was started by some, by the veterans, she might say. And, and it's not that I want the credit. It's just that I just want it to be known that these things I've, you know, that I'm working on these programs, they're not for, you know, like showboating. It's not to have someone say, look at what we've done. Um, and if it wasn't for me, this is, this is, this wouldn't be what it is now, you know? So what it is that I'm trying to do is just say, look, man, this is like an important part of our culture. And if Miss Navajo nation and Miss first lady, if they're not doing anything, you know, about these type of situation, as far as domestic violence and suicide and like, you know, the, the human trafficking, all that stuff goes, then I don't want to be really working on this hummingbird initiative, then give it, have it handed over to them 
where they might not even use it. And it'll be like, well, I was just probably better off just working it because that's the same way I feel about my carnage club, um, my car club or my auto club, actually. Yeah. Nothing's going on right now. I can't really do anything, but it's a slow process where I'm trying to slowly gather things back together now that I got the vehicle running and back in a running condition. And when that happens, I just kind of figure that, um, I would be able to make sure that I know which direction is going in and, um, and just kind of keep it like that. So that's how I kind of feel about that hummingbird initiative, you know, and for those that need a reminder, hummingbird initiative is just, um, it's, it's a program where I'm trying to start where I want to, I want to hand it over to female veterans so they can be the eye in the sky. They can have drones and, you know, basically monitor the sky for us. So that way, if there's any, uh, human trafficking and, um, if there's any, um, you know, illegal activities that it could at least be, you know, recorded from high in the sky rather than trying to wait on the police and rather than waiting on some other organization or entity to try to come on in and, and take over and help out like that. So I just figured, you know what, um, the way this is going, this, you know, we really need this in this day and age. And as much as I don't really like the internet and, and, you know, being spied on, I mean, it's gotten to the point where people are bringing this upon themselves where they're thinking, Oh, I can do anything I want. It's like, you can, I mean, it's, you know, American, uh, American freedom is great, but once you start to abuse it and start doing illegal activities and kind of scoffing at the law and, and stuff like that, then it's kind of like, it really doesn't, it's really not working for, for what these, what these intended purpose of these, uh, you know, judicial system stuff, you know, the way it's set up, you know, then these people are just finding loopholes. So anyways, so going back to Miss Navajo nation, you know, I, I, I want to figure out, I want to do a little study research and find out just what exactly was she doing this whole time during these lockdowns, these quarantines. And if I ever see her again, I want to talk to her without motorcycles, you know, revving and people yelling and shouting, trying to get each other's attention. I want to talk to her to where I'm like, look, this is what I was trying to ask you last time. What is it? What is it that you were trying to do? What is your mission statement? What, how come you didn't do this? How come you didn't do that? I'm just wondering, you know, I'm not judging or criticizing. I just want to be aware. So that way, um, should I come up with a nice program to where I feel confident enough to give it to someone like Miss Navajo Nation to run with it, to take it, that it won't be just used to exploit her as, um, you know, give her another, another advantage into maybe possibly running again, getting voted back in again, when they're just, you know, they're not coming up with original ideas. And that's why I figure the best way to document these things even though I do have it in writing and stuff is, you know, just put, use the Facebook. I mean, <laughs> not Facebook to use, um, the podcast, the podcast will be the best thing that I can think of that will be able to help, um, make sure that all this is on record and before anybody talks about it, because right now I don't really hear anybody talking about these type of things where, that we discuss on, um, Clagato veteran podcast, a lot of these, uh, different subject matter and issues that we come across and question, 
you know, this is where I think that, um, this is like the best format to have rather than type it all up. And, um, you know, which is still great and save it on a USB, which is also great, but, um, we'll save this conversation again for later. Maybe, maybe I might have a special guest that might know more about this, um, situation, but for what it's worth, uh, that was, that was pretty great. We'll save this again and we'll try again later. So now let's go move on to the next subject of the night. Our subject number two.